So before we delve into the actual things of talking about things. Bloosh. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get a little bit self-indulgent and talk about a couple of podcast related. No way. I just want to, you know, when people get up at the wedding, oh, I'd just like to start with a bit of housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. The toilets are back there. Yeah, that's it. That sort if, of thing. If you're going to smoke, can you not ash your cigarette on a baby's head? It's true. They never make that announcement. And no, yet, they don't. surprisingly, nobody does it. <laughs> not that I've seen. Maybe I don't get invited to those sorts of weddings. Are you one of those type of people who's like, well, there was no sign that said that I couldn't? Because <laughs> I don't like those people. <laughs> if I smoked, I'd totally be ashing it on babies' heads. Exactly. Just Show me the no babies' head sign. Yeah, that's smart right. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should sack your MC. Exactly. Jerks. Sack your MC should be the name of our album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. I don't know. Uh, so, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Number one is we cracked 150 likes on the Facebooks. Bam. I think we cracked eight on the Google Pluses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a multiplier effect. Puts things in perspective. Uh, but there are two very important milestones that we've reached. Well, one's a milestone. The other one's just kind of a random event that I found hysterical. Yeah. I'll start with the milestone. Actually, no. I'll start with the random event. Because Keep the, me informed. The, mi- <laughs> <laughs> the milestone segs- segways. Segways. Oh, I'm going to talk tonight. Bam. The milestone segways into something else that I wish to discuss. Oh, see, that is the professionalism that marks you as the obvious host of the show. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, an anonymous listener. Yeah. Ari. Um, <laughs> last night had the revelation where she thought that from the last Spider-Man episode mm-hmm. that you were me and I was you. So she thought that my voice belonged to Stefan and your voice belonged to JT. Bam. Which I, I really struggle with given that we've referenced each other by name. Uh, yeah, look, you know, you're always talking about how you've got glasses. Yep. And only one of us wears glasses. So I would have thought that might have even been a giveaway. But I can't imagine you would, uh, like, it creeps me out to think that people would be listening to it while visualising our face the whole time. But the cover art pops up while you play it. Well, it might. So I've just ruined your little... What if you got the phone in the pocket, man, because you're uh, at karate class? Ah, but this particular person listens to it at work. You have a scary uh, granular knowledge. I stalk all level 30 listeners within an inch of their life. Yeah, I've asked you not to bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, I look at this in a really positive way and it's it's the clearest symptom yet that people do listen to this that aren't in like our immediate like family circle, yeah. which is quite good. That is pretty cool. I think you and I probably just can't help but have the assumption that everyone listening has been bored by us talking directly to them in some kind of pub in the past. <laughs> That's almost certainly the case. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, what I uh, what I particularly liked about it, mm-hmm. uh, other than the fact that you referred to your Saturday morning voice as hash sexy when it was actually my Saturday morning voice. You're the hash sexy. I am. Yeah. Uh, but you referred to me as the host and you as the, I think it was like the wacky sidekick who sucks at segways. I know, right? Which is brilliant. That's it's the thing. So much better than you being the funny one and me just being the <laughs> other guy. Well, because you've constantly bemoaned that like one person in a hallway once referred to me as the funny one. And now, but that's like... Now an international listener has acknowledged that I am the host. Yeah. Which is confronting because uh, I think we just both started a podcast (laughs) 
So the only inference there is that you come across as the guy who knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and I'm just some weird egg with a face drawn on it that you bring along. <laughs> Which, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> probably not too far from reality. An egg with glasses. So what I wanted to do to just clear this up, because we've had this, and this is the other reason I find it a little strange, is we've mm. actually had this conversation very early on, sort of around... Episode eight or nine, I think it was. We mm-hmm. talked about somebody not knowing whose voice was who and yep. trying to clarify that. But I thought, and I'm going to pass this off as completely my own idea because <laughs> host prerogative, Yeah, uh, that we would just film a very quick video of you talking with your voice. And I did toy with the idea of doing like a whole lip sync thing where we record identical dialogue and then just <laughs> crossfade it in and out. But uh, I've got my phone here and I'm going to do a very quick recording of you talking with the visuals of the face and everything. You know, um, I come to this recording thing of the understanding that my appearance is not part of the deal. Well, I was told, you know, you guys are the only non-video podcast that I partake in. And I went, well, that's because we've both got good heads for radio. Yeah, exactly. Which like, we've made, our life is a series of conscious choices. <laughs> So, I'm just going to crop this phone up here. Oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, so, I'm actually recording now. So, if you'd like to say something. Tops. Uh, my name's Stefan. Stefan with an S. S for spectacles. S for stop recording. Holy shit. Okay. So, that was pretty good. Bam. That was pretty good. Hang on. Let me flip to the other camera so I can get my face in. Yeah. I've got the headphones and the massive bald head and stuff here. Hash sex. So, I am JT. I am the host. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm also wearing scrubs, which is a, a giveaway. Not currently wearing the hat. Uh, but Unrecognisable. You can hear the voice coming out of this rather rotund, slightly bearded in, in honour of uh, our friend Carl in Perth, who's started this whole hash bearding thing, which... Hash bearding? <laughs> well, no, not beating with hash. Hang on, I'm going to stop recording my face now. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a Twitter phenomenon about growing a beard. How? So, yeah. For a purpose? Apart from, uh, is it just winter he, chins? He, he's written a blog article about it. We'll mm. post it on the, on the Facebook page. And is there any point posting it on the Google Plus page? Well, we'll do that as well. Why not, man? Uh, so everybody can read about hash bearding. Hash bearding. I feel like I should get Augusto and, and film him. <laughs> we might leave that for another time, though. I just feel like I want to eat heaps of hash browns. Yeah. Yum. What? They're, good. They're delicious. Okay. Do you think... Uh, I was having a conversation with someone the other day. I can't remember who it was, surprisingly, given it was super serious, but about how, given how amazing potatoes are when you add frying. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you add... Fr- <laughs> This is not on the list. <laughs> like, they're super the best, right? Like chips, yeah, hash chips browns. Are okay, hash browns, yeah. Uh, See, I prefer mashed potato. That yeah. might just be me. I'll pay that. Might be because my mashed potato is so awesome. Like, well, exactly. It's really good. It tastes good in my mouth. So, like mashing and stuff, but processing. You need to process a potato. Yep. Sure. So, Vodka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm thinking there must have been a time where like everyone was sitting around in a circle and everyone had their own vegetable. <laughs> yeah, and like one dude always felt like shit because he's like, oh, I've got this spud. 
Yeah. And people like, back before processing food was a thing. And some guy's like, this apple is delicious, bro. I just took it off a tree, jammed it in my face, sweet juice, nectar of the gods. And orange <laughs> guy's like, look, it's a bit more labor intensive. You've got to peel the bloody elephant heart off it. But apart from that, <laughs> wedge your Pear guy's waving it all in his face. Even melon dude is like, there's only two steps to eating. And the spud guy's like, this tastes like shit. So you've mentioned all fruits. Yeah. And carrots. You can just eat a carrot. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. or a bean. You can smash a bean. <laughs> oh, you could <laughs> smash a bean if you want. Is that a thing? Uh, you can. Okay. You just eat one. All right. Or bean a broccoli. Smasher. Tell me more. Broccoli. Professor Bean Smasher. Yeah. And then, like, can you imagine the fucking seismic? It's like some Game of Thrones power shift stuff where there's just Spud Dude. His name's Julianne. Yeah. Who gets. <laughs> Took you a little while to catch up to oh, that. Oh man, I tried to skate by. I Maybe couldn't. I'm becoming the funny one yep. and the host. You're quite a cut up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like to imagine that Spud guy, like, he's such a fucking downer, right? Because yeah. he's, like, <laughs> he's like Eeyore from yeah. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> he keeps trying to feed people potatoes, and they're like, "Oh, is that an apple crunch? Oh, this is disgusting!" And then he gets so unpopular that they decide to like. <laughs> You know, when they would pour the oil off of people from the top of like a castle wall? Yeah. And they pour the oil on him and he jumps out of the way, but his potato <laughs> gets caught. Potato gets fried. Flash fried potato. And then like smash, <laughs> smash cut two years in the future, man. And he's the king. He's a golden king with like a French fry crown. And everyone's like, oh, you can have all my apples. He's like, fuck your apples, Steve, you piece of shit. <laughs> 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 this is why I have to make a list Yeah So you um, had actual topics I did And that's just come out of nowhere <laughs> And I'm, I'm pretty happy with that Yeah Love chips, man They're delicious Cool Yeah Cool story, bro <laughs> Thanks Tell it again <laughs> Our other podcast milestone Mm-hmm. Since you've just ruined any sort of chain of continuity that we might have had. I apologise. Is we've reached a very pivotal point on the internet. Yeah. Where we've we've hit the critical mass where people out there have started to pick holes in things that we've said. Really? Which I think... That's is a, very upsetting. A, I quit. It's a, <laughs> I think that's a core tenet of the internet. Yeah. Is that you, you reach a level where somebody goes, hang on a minute. Remember in episode seven... At the 15 minute and 36 second mark. Yeah. When Justin said, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's incorrect. It's not even real French. So apparently, and I haven't even gone back to listen to this yet, but apparently when I was doing the Breaking Bad reviews. Yeah. There's a bit it's where. quite some time. Yeah. So this is somebody who's just got on board and I'm assuming has far too much free time because they've listened to 32 episodes in a row. I feel bad for their ear holes. Yep. Uh, so I've made a comment, I think it's season four, when Gus kills uh, the little offsider guy in front of Walt and Jesse. The box cutter thing. Yep. Yeah. And I've made the comment, and Gus just offs this dude for no reason, WTF, or something along those lines. Yeah. So I've got a phone call the other day that's basically <laughs> said... Someone's found you on the internet. Yeah. Somebody said to me, and this person knows who they are, and I know you're listening to this. Yeah. I'm not going to even give your name a shout out. Right, because you don't deserve it. The ultimate cruelty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Said, you know that he killed him for a reason. And I said, well, what was the reason? She said to me, when Jesse kills 
What's his name? Gail. Yeah. When also everyone spoilers for Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered that ages ago. Yeah. Uh, when after Jesse kills Gail, mm-hmm. the sidekick guy whose name currently escapes me as well, Steve Kick. <laughs> it was not Steve Kick. <laughs> that can be your name since you're the Steve Kick, the crazy offside. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. So Steve Kick. The reason that Gus kills him is yeah. because he shows up to check out Gail mm. and gets seen by the neighbours. Yeah. So Gus offs him to you know wipe away the chance of it. And I went, okay. Uh, and did they just? Could you hear them drop the mic over the phone and just walk <laughs> pretty on stage? much? There was just some sort of epic guitar solo as they yeah. power slid off. In fact. Never listened, listened again. Never. Yeah. yeah. But same person also sort of did a solid for me and hand. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just looked at me really deadpan when you said that. <laughs> I was expecting you to make some sort of. No, man. You just do your own solid. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. A favour occurred. Sent me an article that implies that Breaking Bad is actually set in the same universe as The Walking Dead. <laughs> you sent me that. It's mm. cray cray. Uh, That's a thing people say. It is. Street. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, pointed to things like the same car is there, which is kind of a little bit flimsy because I feel like they would have sold more than one red Mustang, maybe. Well, in this universe. (laughs) I think even in that universe, car manufacturers are out to make a profit. It's true. But the most compelling part... Australia. (laughs) 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 No canned peaches for you. Uh, the most compelling part was when Daryl talks about Merle's drug dealer and pretty much describes Jesse yeah. down to a T. Having previously gotten out a bag of Merle's drugs and they've got like the, the blue, blue meth in there. Yeah. I love when people pepper in all those shout outs and stuff, which are, the, you know, you would assume just in there for lols. And it's fan service to losers like you and me. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, did I say losers? I meant shiny golden gods. <laughs> <laughs> Hosts uh, It's like if you And sidekicks Yeah <laughs> The only reason I buy a lottery ticket Is because for the next six hours I get to play that game Where you imagine all the things That you would do If you'd won the lottery Yep And you get to be like Oh I'm going to go to here And I'm going to ring this person And say You are rich as well Yay And all those little shout outs and stuff To most people They're like Who gives a rat But to me And like that weird nerd bone In my brain It's just a license to be like Oh, I'm just going to spend a quiet afternoon thinking about all the ways that Walt's universe could transition into the Walking Dead universe. Yeah. Like, it's a good use of time. What if everybody Totes. became a zombie because of the blue meth? Yeah, exactly. It's a, a thing that could happen. What if what Walt if, was the only scientist who could have fixed it? What if it's a grey matter experiment gone wrong because they did the dirty on Walt? Bam. Yeah. Take that universe. So many options. So many options. It's like, do you ever play that game? Hide and seek. Well, that one. Snakes and ladders. Go play now. Monopoly. (laughs) Scrabble. Can you imagine hide and seek Monopoly? Yahtzee. Uh, Game of Life. No. September. No. Connect Four. No. Ludo. No. (laughs) Chinese checkers. No. Cheese on toast. Tell me who you love the most. Is that a game? I don't know. I think it's a clapping game where you do the clap. Hey, my mother, your mother lives down the street. No, 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 I don't know. Don't ever stop doing that. (laughs) It's a primary school thing. (laughs) That game, uh, wow, people putting you off track is really off-putting, isn't it? it? Who knew? Imagine if you had a zany sidekick that did that all the time. (laughs) Um, 
I'm going to start doing animal noises. So that, <laughs> that game, and probably no one else has ever played this game ever, but where you watch... And like <laughs> it's just you sitting on the balcony going, I'm a wizard. <laughs> exactly. That's a different game. That is also super the fun. But you watch an actor and you take like all their roles and try to build a story in your head about how all the different roles are the same person. You're the and only how they person could work that together. does that. <laughs> if anybody else does that, email jt at level30.net, please. Yeah, please I, do. I'm sure it's just you. I'm so alone, you guys. Mm. Anyway, no, I haven't done that. No? It sounds cool. You don't even like to think that like the prestige is actually Wolverine versus Batman and trying to figure out the logistics of that? That would be cool. Or like how... I could uh, dig that after he stops being Batman, Bruce Wayne becomes Christian Bale's character out of The Machinist. Yeah. He's so depressed, he just becomes an insomniac and super... This is a great game. See? Why have I never played (laughs) this before? Christian Bale is the best at it because almost all of his films you can put into the period where Bruce Wayne is off finding himself and learning every possible skill and you just assume <laughs> that he's just been going through these vignettes where each of them is to learn a particular lesson or skill set and then at the end he comes back to be Batman. Yeah. Brings to him the brutality of American Psycho. Exactly. What about when he's Jim from Empire of the Sun though? It's a bit young. Yeah, well that's uh, that's like a weird uh, fantasy thing that he's having because he's in a hospital after his parents have died and he has a psychotic break. Oh my God, this completely changes Boston Legal. <laughs> if you imagine that Michael J. Fox's guest appearance is actually Marty McFly from Back to the Future yep. and every time he's going off for cancer treatment, he's actually disappearing into the future or the past in the DeLorean, but he does actually have cancer because of the radiation caused by time travel. That's right. That's See? A st- this is the best. <laughs> it's the Why funnest game never, in the world. Why have you never mentioned this to me before? I don't know. Shame, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you imagine that... Uh, I'm not sure about Obi-Wan Kenobi being at the Moulin Rouge, though. Yeah, that is a concern. It falls down a little bit. But, I mean, he had to go into hiding after uh, Order 66. <laughs> 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 Went into hiding as a bohemian rider. Makes sense, okay. man. Yeah, I figure. With I figure his, uh, so he fell in love with a BMX bandit. <laughs> it's time... <laughs> It's my favourite game. Yeah. Cool. How the hell did we get onto that? Oh, we got it because of the Breaking Bad um, Walking Dead thing. You're driving this train, man. Cool. I finished the current season of Walking Dead. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, Some I dug it. Interesting stuff. Ready to go on. I don't want to talk about it in any sort of depth because, yeah, frankly, nah. I think we've got better things to talk about. It's the same as every season of Walking Dead. Oh, man, it's pretty good. I bet next season will be better. <laughs> it's the <laughs> mantra of the Walking Dead watcher. Yeah. Just shambles along. I also, actually, just staying on Breaking Bad for a moment, I also read an interview with the lady who was the science advisor for the show. Yeah. The show's makers sort of went, we want to embed some realism in this. We want we want to get advice on the chemistry aspect and make Walt seem like a real chemist. Mm. And so this lady's a, you know, dec- a decorated, is that the word? Awarded chemist? Both work. Yeah, she's a decorated, awarded chemist. Yeah. <laughs> and she became, yeah, she became the science advisor on, on the show and helped them with a bunch of stuff. Didn't help them much with the meth stuff. Apparently the DEA actually advised them on how to make that realistic, but to which bits to leave out so that people wouldn't just watch the show and go, oh yeah, I could whip up some meth. That sounds good. So they left out key steps, uh, but she did advise them not to make the meth blue. Because she was like, oh, it's ridiculous. There's no way that would happen. <laughs> and they went, newsflash, lady, it's a TV show. Exactly. Kaboom. It must be frustrating to be one of those advisors who's brought on specifically to make it realistic. But you know, like every 10 minutes they'd be like, but drama though. <laughs> cool, that's fine. Give me my check. I'm out. 
I'll post that as well. We'll post. We got lots of links and stuff to post because we didn't have much from the Spider Man thing. No, I didn't want to post the meme of Angelina Jolie collecting the Pokemon. I thought it was kind of <laughs> a bit mean spirited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, funny, I should mention Spider Man. I'm just not even trying with the segues tonight. That's I'm fine. Boom, boom, boom. I, I'm shitting it. What Next am I going to say? Dude built his own web shooters. Explain. Dude just went, you know what? Web shooters, they're pretty cool. Agreed. I'll build some. So he's made these little canister things with the same... I re- I've just realised that the people listening can't see me doing the thwip action with You're my doing hand. it really well. It's uh, like I'm in the cinema. Yeah, made the things and they shoot this artificial webbing stuff that he's got and uh, it's pretty cool. That's the best. Can I buy one now? Uh, I don't think so. You'd probably be able to 3D print one at some point. Yeah. yeah. And then all my colleagues will rue the day. They sure will. So be like, can you pass me that paper? Don't worry about it. Thwip. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so my question was going to be to you, if you could invent a superhero technology in the real worlds, yeah. in the realities, not saying that, you know, comics are not real. Cause yeah, because I'm fragile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what would you go with? Uh, specifically comic books? Oh, no, it doesn't have to be. It could be anything. I mean, it's hard to go past replicators, man. It is. Just going up and being like, steak now. And it's like, <laughs> okay, man, Bring, eat it. I was going to say it's hard to go past a lightsaber. Yeah, that's, there's that's few, legit. There's few problems in my life that can't be solved by cleaving someone's arm off <laughs> with a white hot sword. <laughs> it is the thing. Have I mentioned on this that when I was a kid, I really wanted to be Wolverine until I realized that I'd go to prison? And so then yeah, I wanted to I be think, Spider-Man. I think you have talked about that before. Because so many of those like superhero technologies would be awesome. But mm-hmm. there's only so long. I just think that if I had a lightsaber, it would be a matter of weeks before I dropped it the wrong way and it just tunneled through to the center of the earth and I never saw it ever again. So my friend Joe and I had a conversation about what happens if you drop a lightsaber blade down yep. deliberately. Mm-hmm. And we had this sort of, you know, when you do that thing where you go, oh, you know what, we should do this thing. And yep. you go, huh, 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 but you never do it. Mm-hmm. We said we should each write a song about dropping a lightsaber yeah. <laughs> blade down and then I walked away and went, oh, that's never going to happen. And my friend Joe rang me two weeks later and went, can I come over to your house and use your recording gear to record my lightsaber song? Amazing. Uh, and it's actually a really good song. Yeah. Contemplates, yeah, what, what would actually happen. What was the hypothesis? Well, the song doesn't seek to, to offer the answer. <laughs> it, it seeks to explore the possibilities and you can make up your own mind as the listener. To broaden some minds. Yeah, so does it turn off if it doesn't have the hand attached or... Well, that's interesting. Because a lot of them have that sort of safety switch where... But then you see people throw them, but are they throwing them and keeping the button compressed with the force? I mean, who knows the answer to these it things? It is complicated. i tell you what, we'll probably never know the answer because the jackasses at Mickey Mouse Land yeah. have now officially scrapped the extended universe and they've rena- renamed it Star Wars Legends. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. Are you, <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad though? Uh, look, I think... So, yeah, though. A little bit because there's some good stories. I get why they did it. I yeah. get that they, had to, they want to retcon stuff and... Whatever. So by calling it legends, they can sort of go, well, maybe it's true and maybe it's not. Yeah. And then they've got the option to pull some of that into canon. Yep. So I guess it's it's possibly the best outcome. It's better than them just going, oh, you're all that shit. No. Yeah. And <laughs> also, in order to maintain the mystique and the spectacle of the cinematic universe, 
we're actually going to drive an axe through everything. You're not going to be able to purchase that anymore. And then there'd be a whole generation of people missing out on the Timothy Zahn trilogy and stuff like that, which... Which could have occurred. It could have, because Mickey Mouse is an evil prick. Oh, totally. Beady eyes. Yeah. Uh, look, they the stories exist, I suppose, as a like a storytelling universe. It was pretty... It was getting pretty straight-jackety. I don't know that there was much ground left that you could have done in... Yeah. Star Wars, like if yeah. if you were going to sit down and write a movie, you would have two options, either to adapt expanded universe stories into film. Which fanboys would just go apeshit over if you changed the tiniest detail. Well, exactly. And you would still be looking at an adaption thing, which just cracks open the whole like, well, this isn't quote, now what's canon? And you've got like 1,200 blogs crying out at once yeah, saying like, now we don't know which one of these almost identical stories are canon and which one isn't. Mm. Did uh, I tell you about the time that I smacked down the dude out the front of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? I don't know. Like physically? Not physically. Just yeah. with a bit of verbal. Because he just sort of went, oh, well, you know, in the book. Blah, 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 blah. I can't even remember what he said now. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. And I just turned around and went, dude, the book was like 485 pages long. <laughs> if they'd turned that into a movie, we would still be sitting in the cinema Tomorrow, Exactly. So it's necessary to cut certain elements in the interest of changing the medium to the silver screen. Holy shit. So why don't you shut the fuck up? Why don't you Expelliarmus your ass out of here? That's right. (laughs) And he just, yeah, uh, what's it called? When they do the thing and they disappear, teleport? What what do they call that in Harry Potter? Plapperate. Plapperate? I can't remember. (laughs) So then he just plapperated out of there. Do you think Voldemort beats uh, Palpatine? No. You don't reckon? No. It's like it's a question well, it's both of... both kind of sorcery, isn't it? The force is almost sorcery, but it seeks to be a bit more kind of yeah. Mother Gaia, Earth-grounded. Exactly. <laughs> the force is very Gaia. Do you think Gaia from Captain Planet <laughs> yeah. would beat Palpatine? <laughs> it's like the guy gets name-checked in the one magic system that doesn't have the planet Earth involved. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, it's frustrating. I, I, like, I'm a huge nerd, all right? Are you? Don't freak out. That's Stefan saying but, that. Exactly. But no one in Harry Potter ever explains to me why sometimes you have to say the spell out loud and sometimes you don't. The suggestion is that as you get more Because magic. Yeah. And see? Aggravating. Whereas the Force somehow, if you put midi-chlorians away, that's magic. But there's, you What f- are midi-chlorians? But you f- exactly. I'm not familiar with that concept. But you feel a rule set there, you know? Like, you know how the force works. Yeah. It makes sense. Whereas magic is just like, do whatever we want, see him. Which makes me wonder, like, if you did have Palpatine versus Voldemort, Voldemort could, could within the boundaries of the rule system, just like travel 10 minutes back in time and cast no forceiness or something. Yeah. And then just stab him in the... In the guts with a snake. So, therefore, Palpatine wins because he's grounded in a stronger rule base. Yeah. Up yours, Voldemort. He's cooler. Well, he is. Is he? Is he cooler? I don't know. It's pretty haggard. They're both pretty messed up looking. Look, neither of them are aiming for the beauty contest, let's face it. But is, do you think that Voldemort is comparable to Palpatine or is he more of a Vader type of character? Well, because then I, I tried to go with Palpatine because he's, mo- he's the most, like, wizened old wizard of the thing. Yeah. Uh, like Yoda should have been before he started flitting around with a tiny lightsaber. So Yoda's Dumbledore. Yeah, exactly. If Dumbledore, like, did heaps more flips for or no is, reason. Or, 
Or is Obi-Wan Dumbledore? Because he sort of takes Harry under his wing and yeah. Harry's got to be Luke Skywalker, surely. Well, look, I think... Dead parents. Yeah. Whatever the answer is, I think we do need to sort it out because it's very important. <laughs> we'll go away and do some research on this and then we'll make it part of the Star Wars Harry Potter Legends series that we're commissioning from Disney. I... <laughs> I went through a really dark period where I was reading the novelizations of the prequel films. Why would you do that? I just didn't have a lot on, man. Uh, <laughs> but I read the, I think I only read the third one, like Revenge of the Sith, because for some quirk, I got my hands on the novel before the film or something. Oh, and right. so I bought the novel and went like, now I get to read it and kind of see the film early, but forgot that time exists. So I got like 10 pages in and then the next day the film came out. <laughs> I was like, oh, novels don't take two hours. Just pick it up and be like, I wonder what happens to this Anakin Skywalker guy. Yeah. I bet he's great. wonder oh, how he turns out. Baby, bet he's a good egg. <laughs> I'll, I'll read anything as long as it doesn't involve severed babies. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the no- the novelization was pretty cool. Like yeah, it was much more. Because Lucas wasn't involved in it. Yeah, and fat bearded wanker. You can feel the author having to watch the movie and extrapolate actual character motivations yeah. out of it. Like, Just go. I feel like there should be a story here somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I didn't actually mind Revenge of the Sith as a film. I have to. It has to be said by me. I didn't mind it. If I, I just get minus geek cred for that, then. Screw you guys. I just th- the only, my only problem with Revenge of the Sith is that that chunk of the story was not the trilogy. Yeah. Like that should have been the bit. Amen, brother. Testify. Bam. What's even a Grievous? He's <laughs> 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 a Grievous. They've announced the cast of the new movie. Tops. Yeah. I don't actually recognize any of the names. I feel like I should have been a bit more prepared to discuss this topic. I mean, there's a couple of people that we'd recognize in there, like Carrie Fisher. Who was uh, who was she again? She was. I don't uh, know. Yeah, Sabolba. Sabolba. <laughs> I think uh, Indiana Jones is going to be in it as well, and the animated Joker. Yeah, exactly. They the mash them ups. Yeah, pulled six or seven of the original cast are going to be in it. Oh, I really? don't remember reading if Billy D. Williams is going to be back as Lando. Oh. I think he might be, but Chewbacca, three PO, R two D two, Luke, Leia, Han. Bam. Han or Han? What do you say? Uh, I don't know. I say Han, but Leia always calls him Han, so I don't, I don't know. She might know. She's, you know, she's bedding the dudes. They had so. a baby. It must have come up. Yeah, you'd think so. The name. Uh, there's two people in it that I recognise and like. There's yeah. the guy who plays Adam from Girls. Yes. Uh, who's the villain, who I really like, because as soon as they said he will be a Star Wars villain, I was like, oh, sold. He's just got that sort of energy about him where I feel like he can portray a villainy person. What if he's called Darth Adam? Uh, well, that'll be fine because I can call him Dadam for sure. All right, cool. Who else? Uh, one of the Weasleys. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel really bad because, like, I imagine how hurtful it would be to be that person and to know to that you're referred to Weasley. as one of the Weasleys, <laughs> even though you've just booked fucking Star Wars. That's. Good. I'll tell you how I know that this is. Look, I don't want to make too grandiose a claim. Yeah, tell you but how Amazing I'm- Spider-Man Two is going to be the best. <laughs> I'll tell you how I know this is the best podcast on the internet, yeah. regardless of the fact that we don't have video feed. That's right. It's because we just did the whole Harry Potter Star Wars thing mm-hmm. without any idea that I, I didn't know that one of the Weasleys was the, Bam. the car. And you've just weaved that in like some sort of finely polished lightsaber handle <laughs> cutting through a leper. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Obviously, the blade's out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, look. It's not a centre of the world situation. We don't need a video. I think one of the no reasons we're so good is because we spare people a video at all. Exactly. Just the sweet, sweet, dulcet tones of me, JT, and you, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's exciting. Yeah. So, are you optimistic about this film or are you I don't know, pessimistic, I'm which is the opposite? Good, good point, language yeah, professor. I know. Uh, I feel you can address me as "Oh, Captain, my Captain." <laughs> <laughs> I feel strangely sort of untethered from the thing. I think well, cause, that's good. Yeah, because the freak. I don't know what it is. I think maybe because all my enthusiasm is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I haven't paid much attention. I haven't been involved in Star Wars for quite some time. Really? Mm. Um, yeah, you do suck a bit. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> like the the prequels were not that good. That probably did a lot to smash my enthusiasm out of it in terms of being like whatever comes next is gold. Yeah. Um, it proved that it was fallible. Uh, I've read quite a few of the books and really enjoyed them and that sort of thing. And I really enjoy the universe, but most of my experience of the universe in the last few years has been through video games and that sort of thing, which mm. is awesome. Mm. Uh, and I just don't, I think I got exhausted by the crazy rumor news. Like as soon as they said, we're going to have a star Wars film and it's really soon. And then everywhere I went, every blog I went to or news site I went to for the next six weeks, every day it was like this person rumored to be in star Wars because star Wars exists. And it was just, everybody it was like, Obama reads for Star Wars. <laughs> um, yes, we can. Yeah, so I think a part of me just went, oh, I'll just put it out of my I'll head and I'll worry out. about it when sure. I know what it yeah, is. that's fair. And that's I have fair. no concept of, I'm not really a fan of, on paper, if you gave me like, what would your Star Wars movie be? Uh, it would just be a story set in the universe unencumbered by anything. Fair enough. Which is, I think. About is 30 seconds out of throwing you out of my house. But <laughs> sure. You're which entitled is, to your opinion. Which is why it's wrong. Yeah, which is why I think I'm uncharacteristically okay with them wrapping the expanded universe in a bow and saying this lives as its own thing yep. and we're going to do a different thing mm -hmm. um, because I'd be happy for the movies to go off and do their own thing. And I just, I suppose I have worries that by having the original cast in, they're clearly there for nostalgia and that's what went wrong with the prequels. Boba Fett as a baby <laughs> and yeah, baby fit and like C3PO and stuff. That's the stuff that really broke the prequels. It's one of the things, one of yeah. many things. So I suppose I have just weird concerns about is it just going to be a weird nostalgia fest where Luke's like, remember that time my hand got cut off by my dad? Wink or something like that. Yeah. You know, I love you. I know. Yeah, cool. You said that in the movie. It was awesome. You don't have to say it again. But at the same time, J.J. Abrams has done heaps of cool stuff. That's awesome. So I feel like has he done anything that you've liked particularly? Just anything you want to <laughs> all the <bring> things. Up? <laughs> I feel like in my mind, given the amount of people that there are in that cast, there with speak big speaky table read roles. Yep, I feel pretty confident that the olds are going to have a supporting role and hand it over to the new people, which mm. is cool. Here's I what I like: is you come in, come in to record, and yep. you review a comic, and all you can say is it's good. Oh, it's heaps good. <laughs> It's really good. Oh, it's just so good. And then I ask you, are you looking forward to the Star Wars films or not? Which is, for yeah. all intents and purposes, a yes or no question. Nah. Five minutes later, <laughs> dissected the whole filmmaking process for us. I don't have an exclamation. I cool. don't have an explanation, man. All right. That's fine. It seems once I actually digest media, I'm over it. Yeah. You... 
Uh, I'm quietly optimistic, but I'm a bit wary of Mickey Mouse. Like these breaks things often. Yeah. So, but I think it's in good hands. This we'll see. I'm, I'm not. Look, do you really expect me to make a movie prediction after the whole Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> Two saga? I'm I'm never calling anything ever again. I'm just everything is going to be maybe on the maybe. <laughs> Who couldn't tell you? Have oh. you had dinner yet? Maybe. Yeah. You've got, you're covered in bolognese sauce. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it's marinara sauce. Uh, look, that's a really good point. Uh, if you... Maybe it's sauce off a pizza base. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's blood. If you... If assuming be. that it was good... Yeah. Would you prefer the original cast members who were there to be at the forefront of the film? With the background of the film? No. Are you not put really them in, interested? Put them in the background. Put them in the background... And, uh, you know, have them support. I'm happy to even have them support for three films, especially if you, you play up maybe Han and Leia have kids or something like that. Yeah. Uh, look, the only thing that will super-duper infuriate me mm-hmm. is Jar Jar Binks reappearing. Yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, look, I don't think I'm alone in, in having that opinion as a Star Wars fan. I'd be surprised if they brought him in to do anything except swift decapitation. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Since we are on Star Wars... Mm-hmm. And this is bizarre as a segue. Uh, do you want to talk about the wedding that you went to the other day? Yeah. Which, to people <laughs> listening, they're going to go, hey, you get from Star Wars to a wedding. But explain to us, Stefan. So, I, in my aforementioned holiday, I went back to Broken Hill to MC at my friend Tom's wedding. Oh, you MC'd? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Did you advise people of where the toilets were and tell them not to ash cigarettes on babies' heads? <laughs> no. And so, there was Shit urine and ever. ash and babies all over the place. Uh, that's not the case. Sorry, Tom. But yeah, went back to Broken Hill. My friend Tom, who's one of like my super nerd group D and D family crazy super dudes. It's quite a title that Tom's got. Yep, exactly. Asked me to MC at his wedding, which was an honour. Uh, I went down there, and it's they such had a facetious <laughs> bastard. I can't turn it off. I'm it serious. It is actually an honour. I you know don't it have is. To be sarcastic about it. I can't help it, man. That's how my voice works. Okay. Me, Stefan, with this voice. Um, Continue, Stefan. Thank you, Justin. So, this wedding uh, was epic level amazing. So, Tom, huge nerd. Airly, his wife, huge nerd. Uh, they met in the video store because Tom noticed that she was renting Star Trek DVDs and was like, that's the woman for me. This is the greatest love story ever told. I know. And I'm not being sarcastic or facetious about that. No, exactly. So, my brother, Kyle, who I've talked about a lot, runs yep. the video store there. Uh, and so, it's a bit of a nerd hub we'd all sort of hang out there and float around there and they play magic the gathering there every week now and our friend fuzz was running the register and tom was like you know that's the girl for me she appears to be renting star trek dvds so fuzz was able to be like yeah she comes in all the time she's always getting like star trek and star wars and willow and blah blah like Gave this list of like greatest hits nerddom and Tom was like, love achieved. Like, <laughs> lock it in. A couple of years later, they're getting married and they choose to get married in the video store in between the fantasy and the sci-fi sections. Which is a sweet touch. Yeah. And they got married on this sort of dice that they'd put together in front of the Magic the Gathering gaming area. So behind them, they were resplendent in like Magic the Gathering banners. Was it a 12-sided dice? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was awful. Uh, and yeah, the bride got walked down the aisle by Darth Vader to the Imperial March. Which has got to be everyone's dream. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, Who was Darth Vader? He's the most famous dad. Uh, it was uh, my friend AC. Yep. Another nerd dude. Mm-hmm. Who they had asked to uh, be ordained so they could be married by Vader. 
and he hadn't done it. But afterwards, we were trying to convince him, like, you know, your business goals are clear. Yes. Like Vader weddings. That's totally a thing. Absolutely. And Kyle and another friend were dressed as red Imperial Guards that sort of flanked the ceremony. And they were all like, within the ceremony, it was like white dress and uh, bridesmaids and flower girls and best men and stuff, just with Darth Vader in the back and Imperial Guards on either side. When it came to exchange rings, they exchanged, like, uh, Tom was a light-up green lantern power ring. Oh, wow. Which was epic level. They walked out to, like, the resplendent Star Wars, we've all won medals today, music. I think my favorite touch was Tom. At some point when they were getting their photos taken, Tom turned to someone and was like, can I get my real wedding ring? And I was like quietly disappointed because I just wanted him to be wearing an illuminated green lantern ring forever. So someone brings him his real ring and he puts it on and it is a more like a traditional silver wedding band, but it's yep. still inscribed with green lantern symbols all over it. <laughs> like, this is the greatest. We got wedding photos taken at the courthouse and the police came, but it was okay. They were just there to get their photo taken with Darth Vader. Well, who doesn't want their photo taken with the Dark Lord of the Sith. Well, that's right. Then uh, at the reception, the cake was a Batman cake, which is incredible. This is... Uh, as MC went on a probably ill-advised long rant about how amazing Bat Cake is and how he beats all the other cakes because he's a Bat Cake. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, and then, like, the reception was more sort of traditional and amazing and great and it was super fun, although Tom had, like, a little row of, uh, like, arcade machines, like MAME cabinets. Yep which uh, was hard because I was supposed to be emceeing and I just kept wanting to smash Space Invaders. But I think the piece de resistance and the most surprising thing ever, the bride sort of held it together the whole day. Like your, your wedding day, is a, it's an emotional day. So I believe. I don't yeah. know. I'm sad and alone. So the legends say. Carry on. Uh, and everything was legit. Everything was cool. Yep. And then at the end, Tom's like, oh, one last thing. Puts a uh, video that he's prepared up on the screen and it's a personalised enjoy your wedding day from William Shatner. What? (laughs) (laughs) And at that, the bride like dissolved. That was the thing. It was like, snap, I'm done. She just dissolved into like super happy life is good tears. The whole place is just like... Greatest thing ever. So much like shock and cred and amazement. And we're like, how is this even a thing that's happening? This is amazing. And he's like... To Tom and Ellie in Broken Hill, congratulations on your wedding day. I'm sure in your marriage you will boldly go where no one has oh, gone before. that is amazing. It was super the best. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to get my Saturday morning voice back. <laughs> the only problem was at the end, Eileen comes up to me and is like, so if we get married and there's no Shatner, like oh, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. That has set a high bar. I know. So it was, it was uh, super amazing. It was good because like going to Broken Hill with that sort of bushel of stuff yeah, in my brain, like it's a it's a Darth Vader video store wedding, mm. and Broken Hills like a regional place. You're like, is this gonna fly? Like, are people gonna get it? And I think it sounds really cheesy, but just the bride and groom were so like happy and into it, and yeah. we're just like, this is us, dudes. This is our life and love and blah blah blah. And everyone was just like, this is stone cold the best wedding in the entire universe. Yeah, it was really good, and I can think I can go like, yeah, I'm not gonna go to that exact wedding in the future. Probably not. That's right. It's unlikely to be repeated. Because obviously I will be walked down the aisle by Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> As the groom, I don't think you get to walk down the aisle. Well, that's my special day. Okay. Well, yeah. Far be it from me to interrupt your mutant wedding. That's what I got on the Twitters. That's my phone going off because professionalism. Off. <laughs> yeah. Is it your work phone or your personal phone? It's a text. It's my personal phone. <laughs> 
You want to put it on silent or? Don't, uh, like, we... don't regret doing the podcast with me though. Well, again. If that's what you were thinking. Again. Again. Yeah. Anyway. I've only regretted it 34 times so far. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. <laughs>